Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. My guest today is Angela Richardson, who is actually a fellow Redshift Charities Today presenter. Now, Angela has worked for many years giving grants to charities and giving that little extra bit of helping hands. So, hello, Angela. How are you today? Hi, Gail. Hi. Hi, Angela. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Are you okay? I'm really good, thank you. Yes, thanks for having me on the uh, podcast. Oh, no, well, thank you so much for being part of the Helping Hands podcast. Really appreciate that. So um, we're going to look at your life story and your influences today. Um, Now, um, every single podcast has in its own accompanying Spotify playlist, which the listeners can find. And yours is going to be under the Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast playlist number six Angela Richardson that's quite hard to say but that's where the (laughs) listeners will find you so start from the beginning then I want to hear your life story my life story oh gosh um well I'm always born and bred in Cheshire I've always lived here all my life um uh, born and brought up in Northwich um and um usual things really went to college did my A-levels um, messed up my A-levels a bit, a bit and didn't go to university so went straight into work in banking um, and I've always liked sort of communicating with people and talking with people so um, went into the IT industry didn't really enjoy that uh, too much and then I managed to get into uh, the uh, what was then called the National Lottery Charities Board which um, is a, a grant making organisation um, at the ground level and ended up sort of starting to uh, assess projects and work with charitable organisations with them. Um, and then for the last 20 years, which I can't believe has gone so quick, really, um, I've gone from various different sort of funding organisations, uh, still giving grants to uh, lots of charities in the Cheshire areas. That sounds amazing. And so it is quite a big jump, isn't it, from like IT to the charity sector? Uh, tra- charity sector what made you want to do that yeah I think it was um as I say I, I did um a level languages at uh, at college and I've always just enjoyed talking to people and explaining different sort of concepts and how to do things uh, so it fitted sort of really well with my personality really explaining to people you know how to make an application um you know the, the best way to go about it and then that, that sort of element of uh, speaking to groups and assessing their applications, trying to get them to explain how it will all work, how the projects will run, and then, you know, communicating to grants panels uh, in the hope that, you know, some of the projects would get some funding at the end. So 
it has been, you know, uh, using all those skills that I've learned, you know, through customer service in banking and, and IT, it's sort of bringing it all together, really. Um, and, you know, I've, I've always enjoy, enjoyed that sort of aspect of my work. Yeah, you, you are that uh, people person, because I know we met via um, Redshift Radio. Um, That's right. How you got involved in that. Yeah, exactly. So um, uh, Liz Parkin, who's one of the directors at uh, Redshift Radio, she asked me, um, with my knowledge of the voluntary sector and the charities uh, in Cheshire uh, East in particular, if we could do a show which sort of showcased their work and promoted what they were doing, uh, enabled people to come on the show and talk about fundraising that they're, they're working on or a particular cause. Um, so I did that and I, I co-hosted the show with a lady called Jo Grubb um, uh, and we had a, a great time doing that show and, and obviously now the radio sh uh, station has moved to a uh, sort of podcast so you know, hoping, hoping to pick up uh, and do a few podcasts as well. So, so we've um, so just so the, for the listeners understand. So, Redshift Radio used to be um, a live radio station where we had all our own uh, particular shows. I know That's you had right. one with Joe Grubb. I had a music show, but now we're going into um, online podcasting. Now, before the um, virus, we were able to go into the studio and actually do that. But today, I'm talking to you via Zoom online because That's we're right. all in lockdown, so we are finding a different way to get these podcasts out. Um, and they're going to go on to captivate Spotify, iTunes. So you will be able to hear um, this podcast. Now, if anybody wants to follow you and find your own podcast, Angela, what do, where do they need to go? Um, well, at the moment, we're still in production uh, with our podcasts. Um, so I think the first point of call would be the Redshift Radio podcast web website uh, when that's up and running. So um, I'm Sort of, sort of moving uh, into a slightly different direction with the podcast in terms of um, looking at people's mental health and well-being uh, with a, a good friend of both of ours, uh, Emily Gearing uh, from Rest Easy. Um, so I'm going to be doing some of the interviewing. Uh, Emily, who is very much an expert on uh, coping strategies, prevention, early intervention, mental health. Um, she's sort of giving of the expert views um, and I'm sort of coming at it from a sort of lay person's point of view asking her lots of questions that you know perhaps the audience would um, want to know in answers to themselves. And by the subject matter for your podcast do you feel like you are giving that extra helping hand to people and sort of highlighting and working alongside Emily who is obviously part of Rest Easy and um, yes. you kind of you both are giving you that little extra helping hand and that sort of important advice. Um, yeah that's right that's really useful i think that's definitely it it's really sort of sharing you know things that we've tried and tested ourselves in terms of different tools and techniques for well-being and um, making sure other people can find them easily understandable and try them out for themselves that are very simple tools that can make a a really positive difference to people's lives um you know it's the same as grant making uh, giving people the uh, route uh, through, which can be quite a daunting process for charities to actually make an application, write it, submit it, go through an assessment process. Um, it's about helping organisations feel more confident to be able to do that um, and really be able to sort of make their ideas and the work that they're doing come alive uh, 
so that a grants panel will ultimately fund those projects. I love the fact that you are helping people in so many different ways. It's, it's <laughs> a great thing. But um, what's helped you along the way? Um, what's, have you got any of the hobbies that have helped you? Um, yeah, definitely. That? I absolutely love um, musical theatre. Uh, so I'm part of Crew Amateur Musical Society. Um, and we do uh, one or two productions each year. Um, so I've been, been in My Fair Lady. Um, I've also done Jesus Christ Superstar, which was an absolutely amazing uh, show, which won um, a Noda Award, which is the equivalent of an Oscar in the uh, amateur musical society world. So they did incredibly well there. And we're doing this uh, brilliant production at the moment, Priscilla, um, Queen of the Desert. Um, now, unfortunately, we were due to uh, run the show at the Crew Lyceum, uh, on the last week of April, but of course everything changed, didn't it, when we, we went into lockdown. Uh, so the show had to be cancelled. Uh, so we've been doing six months of rehearsals for that um, every, uh, every Thursday and Sunday. Um, so the cast is um, still practising at home, still singing at home. Um, and we're really hoping that um, in January we might be able to get back into the theatre and, and present the show. But it, that one is going to be absolutely amazing. So you do all your um, rehearsals and performances at Crew Lyceum, is that right? Yeah, the rehearsals are usually in community uh, buildings in Crew. So um, we use the Methodist Church in Crew uh, for most of our rehearsals. Um, Sometimes at South Cheshire College as well. Um, so, you know, we're really grateful for lots of community organisations who provide that space for us to rehearse in. And That's then, so good. So yeah, good. the week of the show, we're, we're in the theatre, um, you know, from the Sunday night onwards, uh, right through the week um, when we're performing. So what part do you play? Do you, are you a singer or are you an actor? What, what sort of things do you do or do you do behind uh, the scenes? Um, I, I tend to sort of be in the ensemble, so in the sort of big numbers, uh, you know, Go West is a really big number in uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, uh, so there's lots of dancing involved. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not brilliant, but um, I, have, I give it a go, um, and it's the enthusiasm that counts, isn't it? So, yes, um, it's great, and, and you know, the friends, friends that you meet um, doing that type of hobby, uh, from all walks of life and all sort of great people, uh, great fun. Um, so yeah, I just enjoy doing the ensemble uh, roles within the shows. See now, I um, I got trained to sing at Sandbach Girls School back when I was eleven years old, Did and you? then I got yeah, and then I got involved in a bit of um, drama Newcastle uh, back in two thousand twelve. And um, I did a lot of Roger and Hammerstein. We did a performance Fantastic. at the Victoria Hall. And I've not done it for years. And obviously I've stuck to my radio, but something I would definitely like to get in. So never, you never know, next year I might come and join your group and crew because that, that would be a really good idea. Why don't um, you? Yeah. Yeah, I love my singing. Um, really, yeah. really do. So miss that, yeah. actually. So I love hearing about your, what you're doing. 
doing and I love the fact that it helps people as well and you know there's so many ways to give people the extra helping hand and, and I like the fact that on this podcast we can showcase the work you're doing and the rest of what the um, local community is doing as well so yeah. you're talking about your singing now I want to um like I said this podcast is having an accompanying Spotify playlist and yours yeah. is um you can find it on Gail Wee's Turner Helping Cans podcast number six playlist Angela Richardson and I know you're going to share it away when uh, so everyone can hear your songs and I love your song choices can I just say <laughs> we are probably going to be best friends now so um now your first one David Berry Under Pressure when I think of that I think of yeah. Ashes to Ashes in 1981 the BBC production yeah but why have you chosen that song uh, oh, a long, t- a long-term David Bowie fan. You know, over the years, um, I had a friend who used to sort of collect all the uh, imported sort of vinyls on different colours, and you know, all the da- different David Bowie uh, singles and LPs. Uh, so I love this one, but under pressure, um, it sort of sprung to mind because I think we're all under pressure at the moment for various different reasons. Um, of what's going on you know with COVID-19 mm-hmm. um but I just love that song um I I feel a bit under pressure at the moment with my work because we've got so many applications coming in from charitable organizations who are helping uh, vulnerable people out there who are affected by COVID-19 and uh, we're trying to process them as, as quickly as we can and you know the generosity of donors that have given us money at Cheshire Community Foundation to give out to charities has been, has been absolutely phenomenal. And so far, in eight weeks, we've given out over four hundred thousand um, pounds. So, it, in a way, it's positive pressure because we're we're giving out so much money to you know over a hundred charities in the Cheshire area who are supporting people. So that's the reason why I chose that one. That's really good. Okay, so your next choice now, Carpenters, Mr. Postman. That's a seventies track. That's amazing. <laughs> I love the Carpenters. My husband is a is a great Carpenters fan. Uh, I just love Karen Carpenter's voice. My 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 voice, I think, is more the sort of deeper alto level. So I can sing along to her songs a lot better than you know perhaps somebody who's got more of a soprano type voice. Um, but Mr. Postman, uh, do you not think that there's uh, so many unsung uh, delivery people around at the moment who are, you know, dropping off all our posts at our doors when we can't get out? Um, and they're doing some fantastic work out there, you know, because of course we're all sort of buying more online, you know, just to keep our sort of daily lives going. And they're, you know, they're, they're doing their work out there to make sure that we all get all the goods and services that we need so you know fantastic thank yous to all the postmen and women who are supporting us uh, you know their helping hands uh, are doing a fantastic job out there it's so good though and, to, and and you know when we're clapping for these nhs workers and the retail workers you know we need to be thinking about these postmen and women out there who are actually risking their lives to make sure that yeah. we're sort of communicated to and i think maybe they've forgotten just that little bit which isn't great um okay now michael jackson and beat it i remember this song from back to the future too the film but, yeah. but why have you chosen it yeah it's i mean it is a fantastic uh the video just you know i always remember uh the beat it video i just love um you know the, the dance moves in it um so upbeat um 
you know, and uh, I, I've loved sort of a lot of the Michael Jackson work over the years. Um, so it is one of my favourite Michael Jackson tracks. Such a good track. Um, now this is an interesting one, Queen, I want to break free because I'm, I'm picturing the video as I hear this. And I think it's a great video because they're all dressed up as women, aren't they? They are, yes. Work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, don't, don't we all just want to break free at the moment? Um, you know, it's, it's so weird, isn't it, sort of being in uh, this situation? Because uh, on the one hand, we've got more um, social connections perhaps than we ever would before. You know, we're, we're contacting our families and friends online and on Zoom, um, much perhaps more regularly than we would do normally. But at the same time, you know, you feel sort of quite confined and, and stuck in, in your own homes and you do sort of want to break, break free um, but it is so lovely now that we can get out into the sort of sunshine a bit more and uh, we can actually go to parks and we can actually sort of enjoy the sun, the you know, blue skies and the, uh, uh, the garden a bit more now. Yeah I've been in the garden actually um it's nice and i think it's really important to look after yourself so after this podcast today i'm going out for a walk yeah. around the block um now boris has um reduced the things a little bit so i'm going to go for a walk on my own actually not uh, still keeping social distancing but i'm going to put my trainers on i've got my shorts and t-shirt on so yeah. i'm just going to go out and just get some fresh air yeah, um yeah. so you talked about um queen now I, I need to ask you about this song because this is probably one of my favorite songs from dream um yeah. things can only get better such an inspirational song tell me about that yeah it is i just remember that one from uh various nightclubs that we used to go in you know in the early sort of 80s um my friend uh, sue and i we just did, used to dance to this one on the dance floor it is a really uplifting uh, tune isn't it i love it and uh, i just think it's um it's really for all those charities out there who are sort of supporting uh, people uh, with their work, um, you know, and trying to sort of get back to their normal day-to-day -day sort of services uh, for people out there in Cheshire, that hopefully, you know, things will get better for them soon. But I, I absolutely love this, love this song, yeah. So good, and uh, you know that Professor Brian Cox, the physicist and the astrology yeah. man, he was actually the keyboardist for it. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So he 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 toured um around with them. Um, sort of. I know um I know this song. Things will get uh, only get better. Was actually released twice in the nineties. I think it was ninety two and ninety four, from what I remember. Yeah. Um, I think I'm in the wrong job here. Oh, I think retail. I was thinking it was late 80s, but maybe not. Yeah, so yeah, it was released a couple of times. Yeah, but it, I mean, it sounds very sort of like that time, doesn't it? But I, I yeah. remember watching an episode of Grange Hill with it been on, um, and that was around 1994. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really good song. So thank you for choosing that. And thank you, like I said, everybody will be able to find your Spotify playlist. And it's great that these songs have such a potent memory for you yeah. um, in, your, in your live story. So what are you up to now with your job? So obviously yeah. you're in lockdown. What are you doing while, while you're in lockdown? Yeah, yeah. So um, I work for Cheshire Community Foundation. Um, so I'm their grants director. So at the moment, uh, we've got a COVID-19 response grants programme grants up to £10,000 and uh, we're inviting charitable organisations to uh, make applications to us um, for immediate or emergency response to help vulnerable people out there affected by COVID-19. So 
it could be a range of different things. It could be um, food banks trying to distribute food. It could be um, uh, a telephone service where um, you're contacting sort of lonely or vulnerable or isolated people who might be shielded. It could be um, some uh, workshops or training. We've had uh, applications from people who are doing art classes online for people. Um, we've had uh, an autistic group that's um, doing their workshop online for the very first time. And so lots of people having to sort of learn new ways of working through these grants just to be able to sort of reach out to the people that they're supporting. So a whole range of different, different sort of groups are applying, but there is, there is more money to be had, there's more money to be applied for. Um, so do have a look at our, our website, which is um, www.cheshirecommunityfoundation.org.uk. Um, and have a look at the programme, see if it's for you. If you're not quite sure, you can email us on uh, grants at cheshirecommunityfoundation.org.uk and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Thank you for that. So all our listeners know where to find you and, and how to sort of um, help, you know, help themselves by helping you and getting all involved in community. I absolutely love that. It's so important. And are you doing anything else at the moment? I know um, you've been doing some um, voluntary mentoring. Um, tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've trained as a life coach. Um, so I've been part of the Institute of Fundraising uh, mentoring programme, uh, helping um, new uh, people who are new to fundraising, uh, to coaching them through, you know, all the challenges that they might have fundraising for the charities that they work for really really enjoyed that um you know that that's the kind of thing that i really like getting involved in um but yeah at the moment i think my main focus is uh, you know is getting these grants out the door for special community foundation such a great great job and you must really enjoy it i do yes i enjoy it yes it's it's been really busy at the moment but it's been really great as well that the team has all pulled together and are working you know perhaps closer than ever um as a result of this situation that's good that's obviously had a benefit to you this this virus um and situation which is great really because i know yeah some people it hasn't been great on so it's it's really nice to hear that it's had a positive effect on you and the community um so where where do you see your future now so obviously we're still on lockdown and none of us know what's going to happen um what, what where do you see your future going yeah it's really tricky isn't it because it has made me i think a lot of people it has made people sort of stop and think about you know where do they want their, their next sort of few few years to go um you know it's made people sort of have a really good sort of pause and say you know is this really what i want to do i, I certainly uh, can see my, my continuing with the grant making um but also i'm i'm really keen to get some more of that sort of one-to-one -one mental health uh, and well-being support and to um, you know get some more skills in that area as well so how would you do that would you do sort of online courses or or that kind of yeah thing? definitely I've, I mean I'm doing a, a life coaching course at the moment I'm obviously working with Emily uh, gearing at rest easy training and learning a lot about sort of the different tools and techniques that uh, they use um, and being able to sort of share those perhaps uh, on uh, a virtual zoom calls with uh, with people who who need help or even small workshops or groups 
I've, I've recently just moved house uh, to Nantwich and uh, we've got quite a, a large workshop building at the bottom of the garden so you know it'd be nice if we could turn that into some kind of um, workshop that could be used uh, perhaps for group work and uh, support sessions. That sounds absolutely amazing I love that the fact that you're using all your interpersonal and communication skills to help people and I'm sure by the sounds of it you, you know you've had a really nice life and you're helping people still oh and thank I think you it's such a good thing I really no, seriously yeah. because this is why I'm making the helping hands podcast to get your stories out there and get that positive journalism because I've been watching the briefing every single night and I'm thinking yeah. to myself this isn't a political time guys you need to be asking the right questions because we need to be helping people and you know people are suffering out there so actually just cut the politicalness for now and actually ask the right questions to get the information that we need and I think by by making these podcasts I'm hoping that I'm getting your message out there and your stories I think you are I think you're doing a fantastic job yourself you know just sort of sharing people's stories and inspiring people uh, you know to do the best they can with their lives it's amazing yeah and I think I need to listen to some of your advices to improve my life as well that'd be great <laughs> well thank you so much for being on the the podcast Angela and uh, I hope you cope with the rest of isolation and hopefully I will see you um, in the Redshift studio making more podcasts when when all this is over thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day Thanks very much, Gail. Lovely to speak to you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye now.